Hey, my lovely people. Welcome back to A Black Cat's Voice. I'm your host, Cat, here with some brand new, new content for y'all, okay? I know that's right. Um, First things first, I just want to say, I hope you're being good to yourself. Whatever space you're in, whatever life is putting you through or giving you right now, if everything is great, I really hope you're taking care of yourself. And I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. So let's get it. Let's talk about it. Today, my topic is going to be, why you so mad, bro? AKA, I'm just going to talk about the stigma that is the angry black men. So the main point I want to make is that majority of black men are deemed a threat for literally nothing at all. And I just want to break down the stereotypes behind why this is true. So many black men have to constantly change their natural habits just to make others comfortable in society. Now, this includes not talking too loud. You know, so so many black men have strong, dominant voices, but won't even talk too much or too loud in public because speaking at a higher elevation automatically scares people. And I'm not even like, I'm not capping. I'm not making this up. I know so many black men that I know this is true because I've personally seen it. And it's just really sad because sometimes a black man can simply just be, you know, asking a question or something and everybody will look scared or not everybody, but people will look scared or terrified or security will be called when he's literally being calm. And then you'll have someone else of a different, you know, ethnicity, literally screaming at people, throwing things, all of this stuff, and nobody will bat an eye. And it's just really sad to not even be able to talk the way that you want to talk because you feel like you're going to scare people. Like, it's ridiculous. Another example, so many black men don't wear their hair. Like, a lot of them actually love their hair, but are encouraged to to cut it to keep a fade and they never even get the chance to really love on their hair just because they know how they they have to look in society like perfect example i have brothers who have always loved their hair always had strong curly nappy whatever you want to call it just beautiful hair and barely it as adults in their 20s Now they finally have locks because now they're finally comfortable enough to wear their hair in that fashion. And it's just sad because growing up, they had no choice but to cut their hair. I would always hear them tell me or say how they like their hair. They like growing it, this, this, that. And they had no choice. They had to cut it because of whatever the reason. I'm not saying this for all my brothers, you know, and I'm not even saying brothers like meaning blood. I'm just saying brothers, meaning black men that I've known and I put in the brother category because, you know, we're family. After a certain amount of time of knowing somebody, they're family. And it's just sad to even feel like you can't even wear your hair because you feel like you're going to face backlash. Like, did you even know the term dreadlock? was coined because they want to remind us that our hair is dreadful. That's why it's called dreadlocks instead of just locks. 
yeah look that up don't believe me do your own research but it's, it's just it's really sad hey my lovely people i just wanted to take a second to brag about how cool anchor is so i've been using anchor to do my podcast for a little over two years now and i really love this platform it's easy to use you can use it right on your computer or even on your smartphone they have so many tools in place for you they distribute your podcast to multiple platforms like spotify apple Podcasts, and the list goes on oh and did i mention the best part you guys it's free So go ahead and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks, everybody. So another example, there's so many black men who have to ignore their natural talents just because they don't want to deal with the drama. Like growing up in the hood, a lot of us didn't really have toys to play with like that. So we would be hopping fences, you know, we'd be doing flips just because that's our entertainment. And you know, there's so many black boys that would be so good at gymnastics, but can never even have the opportunity just because people will tell them, oh, that's gay or that's feminine and make fun of them for it. I know so many black men who can really cook, like really throw down, even some that can do hair really, really well. But it's just kind of like this big secret because they're ashamed of what people may think of them if they know that they're good at these things that are normally quote-unquote categorized as a feminine thing when something like cooking is a life skill doing hair same thing it's a life skill i don't see why a person can't just be good at that without somebody automatically thinking they're gay and as black men the bashing of anybody even thinking you're even a hint of Anything that is just not as masculine as they think you should be is just really sad and it's negative and it's disgusting. Like even in society, black men are encouraged to embrace negative stereotypes to be seen as more valuable. You have these athletes, these musicians who make so much money, like make more money than the doctors sometimes and don't even be good people. They be cheating on their spouses, they're materialistic, they're creating all these broken homes. And I'm not saying that for every single athlete or musician out there. I'm just saying if you look at a lot of who is in the mainstream media, in the public, that's a lot of what they show you. Even if a black man doesn't just naturally have the deepest voice or the strongest features if he's not you know built like he's supposed to play football if his voice don't sound you know like suge knight or somebody people will bash them for that people will call them gay people will ridicule them and hurt their feelings over and over just because they think it's funny and it's not and it's like So many black men are out here doing things that they don't even want to do just because they feel like they have to prove something. You know, I know so many black men who have had sex way too early just because they wanted to prove they're a man. I know so many black men who have been taken advantage of just because an older woman has been like, oh, well, you a black boy. I know you packing. And 
made him do something he was completely uncomfortable with and manipulated him into thinking that it's a good thing. Like, even a lot of the... Like, I know some of the sweetest guys. Like the When I say sweet, I mean just nicest hearts, gentlemen, giving, generous, all of that. And just will really become players from the Himalayas to look cool. When it's like, that's not even you. And it's just, it's so sad because... People go through all these things and all these things I'm saying, I'm not even saying these only happen to black men, but I'm just saying it's like all of it plays into the stigma that that's an angry black man. And it's like, wouldn't you be angry if you couldn't even do the simplest of things because someone's going to bash you for it? And y'all know it really goes deep. It really goes deep because our babies our black boys can literally do nothing at all and be seen as a threat. Trayvon Martin, when he got killed, he was the same age as my little brother during that time. He was 17 years old, killed for no reason. Emmett Till was 14, allegedly whistled at a white lady and was killed at 14 for whistling. And then come to find out later, she lied. She wasn't even telling the truth about that. And it's just sad because why would, why does a child need to die for something like that? And there's so many examples of this. Like you have Tamar Rice or Tamir Rice. I'm not sure the pronunciation, but he was 12 years old and he allegedly had a gun and they killed this baby at 12 years old. When I know y'all seen the videos of the Capitol riots, when they're literally going in the White House with whole weapons strapped across their body. And last I checked, most of those people are still alive, right? If not all. But these babies who didn't even do anything to harm anybody were killed. And it breaks my heart because I have two nephews. Not even just my two nephews. I always think about with my black friends, with my brothers, with my uncles, with my cousins. I always think about what are they going to have to go through just because of what somebody assumes about them instead of actually getting to know them. And it's just so crazy because everybody has all this love for black men online. Everybody has all this love, but in real life, most of the time it's not like that. And it's so sad. I'm not saying it's never like that. I'm not saying everybody's, you know, against black. That's not at all what I'm saying. But I'm just saying everybody wants to call the black man so angry, but nobody wants to sit and ask, why are you so mad, bro? What are you going through? What is hurting you? What are you dealing with and holding on to that is making you mad? So I just want you to think about all these things. And once again, I'm not saying all this stuff only applies to black men, but I'm saying in my personal life, that's the biggest pattern that I've seen is that all these things tend to happen to our beautiful, wonderful, amazing black men. And it's sad. It's so sad. So do better. If you're part of the problem, do better. If you're not part of the problem, I'm not talking to you. I'm literally just 
telling stories and just elaborating on what is the stereotype that is the angry black man. And as always, thank you for listening. Take care.